0: Welcome back to another wonderful episode of Artsy Fartsy Immigrants with an extremely special guest, someone who I have dearly missed having on the other end of this microphone. You might know him as the co producer, co founder, co host, but not for a while, of this lovely podcast, the one and only Mr.
1: Mo Bat. Welcome back to the show. I'd rather describe myself as co-ghost. Co-ghost? But hi, nice to be back. Dude, we
0: have so much to catch up on. I know, like, um, particularly my mom asks so often when you're going to be back. And I was trying to look it up. Um, I couldn't, I don't think I had the time to look back into our catalog and see what was the last show that you were actually on. I think it's been more than half a year. Unless there was like one special one in between. There could actually be,
1: because, let me think about it, on your birthday, we talked about me returning, probably, and that that didn't happen until now, so I guess it must have been before, quite a while before that, yeah.
0: Um, Let's see, oh man, okay, so I know already as far back, oof, okay, that's already as far back as October. I did a rerun July 28th, and... (laughs) So that's as far back as that that's crazy. Um Ali Reza returns. Okay, did, did, were you on the when Ali returned for his second interview?
1: Yeah. You were. Okay. I think so. shit. I like I'm, I'm I'm super sorry, but I I'm not sure, but I I guess so.
0: I, I, I don't... I mean, I wouldn't... I guess I wouldn't have put it in the title. I, I remember um, summer of last year, I had this horrible experience in Italy. And I think since then, for sure, we haven't had you. Um, bonus episode... I have a bonus episode here. I don't even know what I did here. I think it's like five minutes long. Did you say bonus or boners? Boners episode... Well, if it was the boners episode, you were definitely on that one. Because I am but one boner alone. Um, oh yeah so yeah back since even since May I mean I, in, in to the America trip in spring last year I remember I interviewed Matt alone I interviewed Josh and Bruno alone. ah Lord of the podcast return of the bat that was May 12 2022 oh shit and I think unless someone can correct us um i I'm, I think that's the last one you've been on I think it's been almost a year. Yeah, which is really isn't it crazy how how like blindingly fast that went?
1: Yeah, I just thought about it. it might be pretty embarrassing if if somebody now gets gets to us and's like, "Hey, guys, what is it with you? Like, most been there in September, but we just <laughs> both don't remember." <laughs> yeah, probably <laughs> that there could is, happen. There has to be, sorry in advance.
0: Yeah, sorry in advance if we. For, I'm looking at the titles here on our um, on our distro page, but nothing really gives me the impression that we had a conversation. I don't remember, like... There's a couple, like... I know Culture Clash is something I did alone because it was part of a... It was similar to a radio show I had that week, and I didn't have a lot of time to prep a real show, so I just kind of shared the same topic on both.
1: (laughs) Just raged out
0: for 90 minutes. (laughs) Pretty much. Uh, Germanisms, I did that... Germanisms, Americanisms, I did those alone because I did those on TikTok so that I could have um, footage to post. And then, yeah, it doesn't matter. But I think there maybe we're missing one or two but I think since May you haven't been like a consistent voice on here. but that that's what I want to I mean you know we can jump into whatever you want first I have a few Uh, I think the last time we hung out uh, a week or so ago there I have a list here of a few things I think I told you about on my end and a few things maybe I didn't tell you about yet that I want to definitely chat about but then also I think what's most interesting for probably people who listen regularly is what's been going on with Mo freaking
1: batshida. Dude. Do you also have this like okay, this might be the most basic thing ever, but um like since the pandemic, this this state of mind where you feel like there's so much but at the same time so little happening. Yeah. And um yeah, it feels like it feels like that's that's it somehow. No, um, like last time I've been here. If you say it's been May twenty two, um, I've been coming out of uh, unemployment and starting as a freelancer, and then I <laughs> I got into this state where you um, just because you're young and you're new in this business and you're on your own, like as a freelancer, you. Um, Basically, are happy for for any opportunity, every gig, every job that's that's been um, that uh, lays there for you that m- somebody might offer to you, and you don't say no to anything. You're just happy that you you get work to do and you get money coming in because you you know don't know for sure if it's going to be the same amount next month, etc. And um, I really <laughs> jumped into into that and was like maybe also stressing myself a little bit too much about it. And so I've been working quite a lot for um, for uh, different uh, media outlets, mostly, mostly TV and, um, yeah, you could say online or web journalism, whatever. And um, it's been nice, quite a lot of experiences, but also like then to a little bit fast forward in last fall, I realized, okay, it's getting to a point where it's where it's too much, and I'm just like chasing every like I'm chasing time too much. Like I'm I'm yeah. I over overbooked myself basically, and I'm running running behind on so many so many aspects. Like I don't have enough time for all the the jobs I I, I thought I could do. Right, and I, obviously that also affects your like social life or. Like when you're younger in this this triangle like work, social life, and sleep, you're Make I think to. you rather t- <laughs> you rather like tend to reduce sleep time, yeah than like social life or anything work related and so yeah, I needed to find a balance there, and then i um i I quit on some jobs, which sounds pretty hard, but there's nothing bad happened there it's just that I realized um that that's too much for me and I cannot do that right now because it's also going into a direction I don't want to go to. Yeah. But it's still been nice. And so I quit there and um, had the opportunity to start something new for my uh, like main employer, which is Bayerischer Rundfunk, since last May, actually. What a coincidence. What a coincidence. And, <laughs> <what> a coincidence. <laughs> and um, that's been pretty nice and since then, I feel also feel like I um yeah was able to to have enough space in my head again to also like restructure sounds very technical but basically that's what i did like restructured my my time and my um time for also for like social life and for sleep and like the whole package like mm-hmm. basically what's been happening is growing up <laughs>
0: <laughs> i mean like with this extra work into these different branches of media you know, are you getting? You said you were getting more into like video journalism. Is that something that you wanted to do from the moment you started studying media and journalism? That you would you like? Is your dream to be more of an on-screen presence for a major network, or do you prefer being more of a research behind-the-scenes audio guy? That's um, is that the big question,
1: quest- basically? <laughs> that, like, yeah, that's a big question, or it's not the big question, but it's a big question. I often um, ask myself um and i still don't have a a a clear answer to that yeah i've been thinking about this for for quite a while now um because also my whole um voluntariat like this two year like traineeship thing that you do as a journalist that i did which was like called cross media so i did radio tv and everything in between um yeah and i was always uh, thinking about, like, mm, am I tending more in this direction or that direction? Do I have to decide here? And the, the reality showed me, like, the reality in the in journalistic workplace these days, that you actually don't really have to decide because um, more and more, like, outlets are are looking for people that are flexible enough to, to work in, in different settings and different ways of output. And <sighs> For me, it's still like like I enjoy enjoy both both. I have enjoyed the the times I had so far, like in front of the camera. I also enjoyed, or what I enjoy right now is like I'm I'm developing um, a new format for um, for B R. Can't tell you too much about it Ooh, right saucy. now, but, I'm, nice. but that's something that's something like like I also um It's an OnlyFans realize isn't it? again. It's an OnlyFans th- th- PBR. <laughs> exactly, it's an OnlyFans. <laughs> um that I realized again that I that that I enjoy, like developing and and, and planning and like more the of the, the, the creative work in the background. Um And at the end like my answer to that question is that I just really feel this this very strong thing that made me fall in in love with this this br- this job, like, or with the journalism in general, yeah. Which is um, which is telling stories, yeah. And um, I've never been such a great like fictional storyteller, or as you are a a, a songwriter with a with a another level of like abstraction. Okay. But, yeah. Um, yeah. So so the good thing for me is in journalism, you don't have to. <laughs> Like, you don't have to create the stories. The stories are there. You just have to find you have to them. Fi- fi- yeah. You have to find them and then have your approach on it. Right. And um, Which isn't easy. I still have, it really isn't easy to do this. And I still love that. And uh, so far, I enjoy, like, telling stories sitting in front of a microphone, just like in this setting, or maybe also in front of a camera, but also, yeah, like... Um, Digging down f- in <laughs> some kind of rabbit holes for research for two days, and then like creating a structure for for or a script for something. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, maybe yeah. that's sort of a, a beautiful thing to sort of consider
0: for our generation. I mean, I say our generation, even though you're a good stretch younger, but I feel like in our 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 collective youth, it seems like a perfect opportunity where we are in 2023 to not actually have to so strictly choose between those types of positions anymore. Now people create, so many people make entire livings and uh, make entire industries out of whatever kind of creative outlet or media or presentation that they want, whatever makes them happy. You see, I mean, this is a, definitely outside of uh, what you and I do strictly, but you, you see people who say... Well, what I really want to do is grow my YouTube channel as a streamer, for example, or make a Twitch account and and blend those networks and build an audience. And then maybe they make a podcast with it. So then they have audio and they have visual and they have, um, maybe they have a separate thing because they have a hobby for crime. So they have like a true crime TikTok series, you know, and you can basically say, I mean, studied or not studied kind of what you prefer to do and in your case that's telling stories you don't really have to i mean maybe in germany a little bit but in general you don't really have to choose between strictly on screen you know journalism uh like being the face of the story being the oh man what's the guy's name who broke the woody allen story rowan um oh he wrote the he wrote the book oh man ronan farrow you can be like the, ah, yeah. you know, the the pretty face on screen who like broke the story or being the research guy or the audio guy who tells the, the six chapter podcast about the crime that Bavaria never saw coming or something, you know, <laughs> or in your case, you know, most likely a great, great sports story because that's more of your passion, right?
1: Yeah, that's also something that I'm mm, kind of, hmm, how do I put this? Like thinking about again like ah, rethinking reconsidering it yeah reconsidering or rethinking like does sound a little bit too hard because i still have this this passion for it but what i also realized um during the the past year is that i i need to get out of sports not completely but i also need something else like i need a little bit of a of a mix i also need other topics uh, again besides i get that Besides all the sports uh, stuff, and especially the, all that, because like sports j- journalism al- also means most of the time at these bigger outlets, like just um, you have this this hustle of of life all the time, whether you're broadcasting something yourself or not. But you're 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 running from from life event to life event, and there's this highlight, and then there's something like I don't know. Super Bowl, important Bundesliga game, soccer Champions League, whatsoever, and it's from event to event to event to event, the whole calendar through, um, and yeah, I also need something something else again. And it takes, a, I think, doing sports journalism to that
0: extent takes a really particular type of person. You know, they have to have this constant burn in them, like you said, to to chase that hustle, and it, you know. I think it's a perfect moment for you in your life and your age and stuff, and and changing, reconsidering what you study or what you want. That is exactly what being in your twenties is all about. I changed my mind. I don't know how many times. I still, I mean, I'm early thirties, but I still have moments of like, is this particular interest of mine something worth devoting, you know, x amount of time to, to try and make some, not not just making money out of it, but making, is it going to make me happy? Is it something I can really you know sacrifice putting you know so much time into and it's i think it's good that you are so self aware that you can say you've studied sports journalism up to this extent or you've worked so many so many years in it and that you aren't telling yourself that you're stuck or that you owe anybody anything because that's that's very easy to do as well is to feel yeah, guilty sure. to feel guilty like oh i I've been, you know, friends with, let's just put a name out there, like Max. I've been friends with Max in the sports journalism community for seven years. And we always talked about, you know, working for whatever ESPN together. I'm just being stereotypical. But you have this, you know, passion in this dream, in this community. It's very easy. I mean, I'm, I'm a sensitive guy. It's easy on my end, for sure, to feel that I can't change that because I would be, someone's relying on me, you know, to stay in that.
1: Yeah, and you would feel kind of, what do you say, like ungrateful? Right,
0: yeah, like, oh, uh, yeah, exactly. That's, um, you know, I know that stems from my my dad. I talked about this a lot before, but like when, when my dad wanted me to to be like a really great athlete, you know, yeah. now that I'm older, I can reflect on all the effort that he made was actually, you know, I see he had his heart was actually in the right place. He just wanted to give the best support he could. That's the only way he knew how to do it. But yeah. it was so intense and so much, you know, that my brother, uh, quit when he was in seventh grade or something. So from from elementary school on through high school, I kind of didn't want to do it, but I felt like I had to, you know. And I, yeah. then I had to like push through and push through and push through. And it wasn't until I was a junior in high school, and I did it on his terms. Like I had to wait until it was fall and like November when the weather's cool, when the practices are less difficult. Uh, when the games are, you know, with a few hundred people and bright lights and the marching bands, like, you know, I had to do it under his umbrella of rules. Like, you can do it if you really think you still want to do it when it's fun. And so I did. I like basically counted down the days and it really hurt me. I was really scared to do it because I felt like maybe I'm being ungrateful or feeling guilty that he's put so much money and time and stuff. And he had such a you know, the way he would talk about me to his friends as being this like rising athlete or this like super strong, fast, powerful person. I, you know, he, he didn't really talk about me or Bruce in any other context that positively. As far as I know, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't like, oh, Bruce is a great, you know, painter or, or something. It was just like, man, he would have been a great tight end, you know? And, um, so that that's probably where that stems from today if i if i get stuck into a, a commitment with something that i'm not so passionate about you know it's good that you're not letting yourself fall into that uh unhealthy trap
1: yeah true but but also um i feel like that is still like um um a very a very different situation that you describe but because in my in my situation and it's good that it is that way I'm not that um, deeply like involved, or nearly as deeply involved, like emotionally, etc. Um, because it's not a, a kind of family situation, but still a, true, a, a that work situation. True, yeah, it was a bad, it was my um, best connection there. Especially, especially because in this in this business, like most of the people working there together um, are are freelancers. So there's not even this thing like you are this one kind of community because you're all like. In this, on the same boat because you you work together and you're all employed there but people come and go every day because they're all just freelancers and so um that was not <laughs> too hard <laughs> i must say <laughs> basically too, you're like jordan it, chill out <laughs> <laughs> it, it was it was still a, t- a, a tough decision and um like, sure yeah yeah it, it was still the, the 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 kind of i still had the kind of questions that you that you mentioned that you ask yourself like um do i need to do this because i i owe somebody something or um also like am i am i if i leave this now am i missing a big chance here
0: right. i'll
1: and i'll regret that later and and stuff like that's obviously you 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 ask that yourself but yeah um it was also mostly about just um yeah it's that about like getting back more um Self awareness and also self esteem in, in in some form, some more control, like, or maybe or like, like taking taking back power in a certain in a certain way. Like yeah, okay, I, I've got and it's been a privilege. I've gotten into this in this into this whole sports journalism thing, and it felt like like I must say before I know what I what I worked for so hard through the past years and um, and why I can do this, what I do now. But still, it felt like like everything has been coming to me. Yeah, I've gotten into this, and then there was a there was a friend of mine who said like, "Hey, there's a job here, etc." And and as I mentioned earlier, in this early stage, you don't say no to anything, and it, I I wouldn't want to miss one of those opportunities. Um, but it was just about time for me to to like uh, make own decisions again, like actively thinking about, okay, do I want to do this, or is it just one more opportunity that is? And that's a nice situation. That's a big privilege that's coming up and I say yes to it just because it is there right yeah Yeah. so mostly that was about that and I realized I also need like some other topics in my in my work again other than sports and um, so I'm just trying to to go a little bit in that direction while still trying to to do the the kind of tasks and jobs within sports journalism that I still enjoy. Yeah. So just like changing the mix a bit.
0: So if, I mean, so if, if this um, particular path is something you're not completely fading out, but just seeing yourself going away from a bit, what is the angle or the position that is this sort of new glowing light for you? Like what is, what is this thing now that you're working towards that you
1: maybe now have more time to chase? Mm, that's a thing. Like I, I, I am still in a in a kind of process because I, am I'm, I'm not sh- completely sure about that. Okay. And it's not like that. I'm, I'm, I'm leaving one thing because I have this this clear vision or this this uh, great goal lying somewhere else.
0: Right. Right. Um, it's just more about you know what you're knowing now what you don't
1: want, but it's not so much that you know exactly what you do want yeah exactly and and parts of what i'm doing in sports I, jill, I still very much enjoy and so since i don't know if i if there's something else that i want so much that i like leave that one thing behind and focus on a, on a on a greater goal or something um what i'm what i'm trying to do is like like um have my eyes open again and see what other possibilities there are yeah for me um and while still doing the things in sports journalism that i that i enjoy and um since i'm still kind of a freelancer um like i can i can build my my month my work days um however i want is 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 too much because obviously (laughs) there's two sides of it and you always need to uh discuss with 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 your your employers, what what works out, et cetera, whatsoever. Yeah. But the thing is, like, I I feel like what I would enjoy right now is like a a 50 thing, and um, like fifty percent of my time, like doing the things in sports journalism I enjoy, just like right now developing this this format I do for them and and stuff like that, or or going out as a reporter or video journalist at times, um, and. Also in the yeah, the news desk the shifts I do there, that's all, all nice. And then the other fifty percent like look for something new. And that's where I'm a bit in a yeah, um I would say like kind of trial and error phase because I can imagine so many things. Like I there are there are topics laying in the great field of economics that I find very interesting. As well as in when talking about um yeah, cultural things and arts just like politics and there are so many different topics that I could imagine doing, so that I'm just trying to to use that time I have a little bit more of now to find something to try out, basically.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But like I said, I think that's you're in the perfect position to do that right now. Still like still in your twenties, <clears throat> still in between. Uh, you know, you're not you're a freelancer, so you're not locked into any certain position for a certain amount no. of time, giving you less Free time to chase something new, and I think it's n- knowing what you don't want or knowing what you want less is equally as important as knowing what you do want. It's just sure. as important, you know. So that's good, Sh- man.
1: Sure. And I, I think I, I generally, I don't know how it is with you, but I feel like I'm a person that that works that way in a little bit. Like in, with with many things, life. If like if life gets me down or or shitty things happen or whatever, I always like my, my my default like operating mode then is to 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 come from that like to 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 analyze and see like okay now I've realized I don't like this and I don't want that and I don't want to go that way so yeah <laughs> let's let's see from here what other options are left
0: <laughs> yeah it's funny how often that works out in life like even in personal situations or professional the whole the whole range of sort of the human experience when there's when there's any more than one option of a way you can do or exist or connect to something, more often than not, there is a moment where you realize, oh, I, I actually don't like that. I don't think I want to do that anymore. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's almost easier to go, I don't want to do that as opposed to, I think yeah. I really
1: want to do that, you know. But I guess it's also just like an, an evolution of everything. Yeah. You know, like tr- trial and error. I guess our ancestors at some point probably have tried to pet a lion or something. Right. Got eaten, realized, so that's not an option. You could just eat like a caveman <laughs> with a clipboard, like tiger, not safe. Okay, well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> now let's try the Bobcat. Next, <laughs> what do we have here? A mammoth.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, well, we actually don't know if they're safe. Like, okay. If they're not safe, can we eat them? You can try. <laughs> we haven't tried that yet. No, but that's cool, man. I'm glad to hear that you're, you know, changing things and finding things, and it, you know, makes sense that it takes time. And um, you have this your other podcast, She Happens, has that also kind of been on a break uh, for the for a while now, Mm
1: -hmm. or have you been taking a break from it, or how does that work now? Uh, Basically, yeah, we've had some 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 breaks during the season um, because of different reasons. I feel pretty sorry for that. There's been like. One because normally we also like release weekly and do yeah. that since October and now in January, and also this month there have been um, a few weeks where we couldn't uh, bring out an episode, and that's not so nice. But there's like different kind of things like timing and a lot of like this season. What I have to realize is that. Um, we really also have to reconsider some things there, like not in terms of thinking about whether it still makes sense to make the podcast or s- something, right, um, like that. But I have to realize that two years before the two seasons we've done until then, um, I've been able to do this in my like on my work time. It was part of my voluntariat, the whole thing. Right. Yeah. Of course. And now I don't have that time anymore. <laughs> <laughs>
0: is it is it uh not a situation like artsy fartsy where i can continue it on my own until you return like is, is Vincent... like not this isn't something against him but like is it not the same situation like is he does he not have the capability to do a solo episode or does he not want to it's also totally normal um
1: yeah, like first of all there are because there's there's also Corinna so there there would be two and that works out sometimes like um if one of us can't do it that the the other two that are left make an episode. Um but the thing is the whole like post production et all runs through me. Okay. Yeah. Um that and that's sense. where I'm the only one that's capable of it. Yeah, yeah. Um totally and so yeah, unfortunately we we had some some breaks, but also we had some some great episodes um this season in terms of we had great guests and really interesting stories where I just felt like I learned so much through through reco- through preparing and recording these um these episodes. Um and also our community has has grown again and that's that's a nice thing. And so yeah, I, I really feel bad for for a few weeks we had for, for different reasons. Just like timing or um
0: Yeah. Yeah. But I mean it happens. All it, sorts it of happens. stuff
1: that, that that happens and that's the point where um like we also had a where we tried to to get a little bit of money in just to be able to afford more time basically for for us to to do it um because that's 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 the whole thing like um if you this project was is a con, is based on a concept that depends on one person being me putting in like i would say Around two and a half days of work into each episode, right? And obviously, I I cannot do that right <laughs> right no. now. No, no, and, no. And no. um, and so yeah, that's a, that's a thing. And I I feel sorry for 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 the the weeks that we had to to pause, but I also um feel like we have a great uh, community that forgives us and likes us. And um, sure, man, they understand that, understand that she en- happens. <laughs> <laughs> enjoy has enjoyed the other episodes, but I I don't know, and I don't think that the um how do you am i missing a missing a word here the um the intersection between the she happens uh listeners and the artsy listeners might be i don't think it might be that uh that i don't many. think there's a huge crossover <laughs> 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 maybe maybe one this or might two. be this might be the worst ever uh, podcast uh cross-promotion <laughs> dude you're having this other podcast but it's not really coming out lately um yeah <laughs> <laughs> and it's all in german and it's a lot about skiing
0: <laughs> 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 no but that's yeah i yeah i wasn't sure what the case was with that one but i i knew that probably you also had to take some time well, i guess i was just testing to see if you were like oh i would never miss a week if she happens ever dude. nothing could stand in the I'm way doing, of that. i'm
1: doing i'm doing <laughs> i'm doing my best to, to to not do that
0: i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding um no <laughs> but man, now but we talked cool. so much
1: so much about me and you um like it seems like you have a real agenda because there's been happening very much on your side lately I mean, I've definitely talked about a good bit of it
0: on here on some solo episodes, but I think there was some... I I made a little list, and I wasn't sure if we had already talked about it or not. Um, Have I told you about the movie? I have. I I still can't publicize too much of anything about it, but um, I do have uh, my first... So I've I've been to the studios there at the Bavaria Studios, and I got sort of tested for how I'm going to look. Um, for the clothing and for the like the hair and makeup and stuff and i think it's going to be i'm going to look super different man like no glasses they're gonna definitely change my facial hair they're gonna do some funny stuff with my hair and i like the way i'm gonna i like the way i'm dressed so i really hope they have some good that i get you know i hope they capture it so that my mom and dad can go like (laughs) look at this crazy mofo right here um and that would have been a great tight end yeah, he would have been a great <laughs> tight end, man. <laughs> and uh, and then I go back the day that this episode comes out. I go um, back there again in the morning time. Thankfully, I believe I get to meet the the actors, like the 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 first on the call sheet type. I, I hope so. I'm mm-hmm. not. I think so. It makes It makes sense because they're they're having like a read through. So I got an email yesterday with the most recent draft of everything. And um, I don't, it's so funny. I feel like I studied film and I know enough people in film that I should pretty much know all of the works of how things function. But every once in a while, I get an email with some information that I just don't understand. Like I got this email. What, so what they do, maybe they, they do this in other um, industries too. But when you get uh, different drafts of the screenplay, they don't call them draft one, draft two, draft three. They, they give them a color. So they say like blue draft, yellow draft, green draft, white draft. Uh, so that you can all stay up to date on which one you have. You say, oh, you got blue. Well, blue's the new one or whatever. Um, and I'm th- I think there's another code behind that, but it doesn't really matter. You can just know which color you have. And what I got was like five copies of it with slight, like the slightest alterations. one of them has like different things highlighted but it's not like I'm a character with lines if I was a character with lines I would have a I would have my dialogue highlighted you know but I don't have dialogue so some things are highlighted that are nothing that I think are for me at all and then in a different version with a different title that the title is like a code or something then other things are highlighted that I don't know what that means either so I'm just hoping that I show up uh, I, you know, I hope I show up Thursday and they're not like, well, I hope everyone's completely prepared. We all gave you your homework <laughs> on Monday or whatever. <laughs> uh, but I don't think, I'm, I mean, I'm really happy that I'm just invited to that. I don't think I have too much to contribute um, to the read through, but I hope I get to meet the people and I'm really excited to be there. Like all I'm doing in the last couple of weeks, every bad day, every boring minute, every, every time that I'm not completely distracted with something my brain goes to, man, I can't wait to be on that set. Like, I'm so excited to do it. And I talked to my parents recently and I told them, you know, it could be that, um, that they just cut me out. It could be that I'm not even seen. And for me, just the chance of like being able to do the job is so exciting either way, you know? It's more yeah, about I mean, like, oh, it. I get to be on a film set again, like with, yeah. like, with, from par- you know, like with real money in it and real actors. And like, that's so, yeah. that's I can't think of anything more exciting to me than that
1: and i i really i really can can understand that because um i had kind of a similar experience where it was for me it was just about being there at a certain event uh time to get back to a Farsi classic do you remember that one time we played that festival in the united kingdom
0: oh um i believe it was a little known <laughs> town called brighton <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't want to want to get 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 too deep into that, but it, that, I love that, that the first
0: episode th- you're back in almost a year and we said
1: Brighton. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> no, I, I, we don't have to to get too deep into that, but for me, basically, it was just the experience. I I've always played music, and obviously, as a teenager, I had these like like dreams of doing this professionally and on big stages and whatsoever. Sure. And then at some point, like I I. I didn't like I, f- I felt like good with doing other things in my life professionally etc but yeah. still for me that was this this great like um, highlight for me and for Same. that passion just for to, for me being able to be in that professional um, surrounding and that this event um, well dude and all the context around it too like it wasn't just that
0: we had a great concert in a new place it was that we got flown to a to a different country yeah. we got we got put up and then you know like I mean it wasn't like a five star hotel or something but we got put up for, for for free which is amazing we got paid to do it we got to you know eat really cool exciting food we got like some really authentic fish and chips we got to play two different festival slots yeah you and know you had we, all these- we got to we got to party each
1: night I mean that's like the, yeah, that's like the have, rock dream, you know. Yeah, exactly. And you have all these these industry people around you, and there's a lot yeah. happening. And um, I guess it's like like yeah, the the music equivalent to like being at a at a film production for real. Um, yeah,
0: yeah, that's the closest I've like that that Brighton Festival is the closest I've ever felt to you know like the American indie rock dream is probably playing South by Southwest. You know, and it's the same exact setup. You have like all these venues down different major streets and then, you know, can pop in and out. And I've always wanted to play there. And there's a few other festivals in the States I've always wanted to play. I didn't even play like the major festivals in New Orleans, you know, like I I didn't build enough audience to even play because like jazz festival is a great big festival and they have so many do thousands of bands playing all shapes and sizes of venues I don't remember if I did like one acoustic slot on one night and one bar, I, that might've been the case, but I didn't really, you know, it wasn't connected to like the whole, like the whole, oh, you're playing jazz fest. You know, like I have so mm-hmm. many friends who do that in their bands and it's, I've always been jealous. But Brighton was that one time where I thought like, this is something I could do the rest of my life. Yeah. You know? <laughs> to- I totally understand what you mean. And, and I, I hope like
1: you, you, have, you, have, you, you will have a, a kind of similar experience on the film set.
0: Yeah, thanks, man. I hope so, too. I mean, I have to remind myself that it is a lot of waiting around, but I think I'd much rather wait around on a professional film set and (laughs) see how the director works and stuff. And the fact that it's all in English, it'll feel kind of like I'm back home for a little while, you know. True.
1: I haven't even thought about that yet.
0: They they will all speak English. Like, even when we did the test shoot uh, where I was the only actor in the room full of German crew they all still practiced their English. So they spoke to each mm-hmm. other. So for me, it was mm-hmm. like, I can understand everything. I feel completely relaxed. I didn't have to worry that, you know, I don't know. It's Sometimes it's funny when you're in a room and you're the only one who struggles to get everything. Sometimes you wonder if they're talking to you or if they're talking about you, not in like a high school way, like, oh, they're talking about me, but maybe they're wanting something different out of me that if I could just hear them, I could show some initiative and just do it without them needing to be like, Right, okay, I'm going to ask him. You know, if I just heard them saying like, well, maybe if he turned his back a bit more, then I could hear it and be like, like this? You mean like this? You know, like I could already <laughs> try and be the best version of what they need. So
1: anyway. But that's but that's that's kind of like the, 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 the arts of arts immigrants essence there. Like this being is a, a very special moment for you, not just because you're being on a film set, but, but you are in a professional surrounding um, completely in English again, which hasn't really happened to you in years, I guess.
0: No, no, I, I, this might be the first time it's ever happened. I mean, not to say that, of course, many, if not almost all Germans that I've interacted with since I've lived here have spoken English to me, but to be in a completely English setting, yeah, I think this is the first time, which is crazy. It's like seven years. That's really wild. Um, and then did I tell you about this uh, <laughs> this Bavarian, like, we are the world song? no what (laughs) what (laughs) who's gonna be the dylan character oh that's exactly who i told my dad on the phone i was like that's the one that's the one i want to be um (laughs) dude so i got this like a few weeks ago i got this email from someone i didn't recognize and it was all in german and sometimes because of facebook like because of meta owning whatsapp or did they want your credit
1: card information or anything
0: Well, dude, I I mean, they might as well have asked because my first thought was, oh, this is spam. And my first thought was like, (laughs) I get like ridiculous emails from like, it'll be like emma at c2349xy.net or something. And it'll be like, Jordan, like at Jordan Prince, we, you know, not even my name, but just my Instagram handle. Like, we (laughs) love your content. We'd love to set you up with our production or whatever. Because there's always spam like that. And this was a huge email, huge, like two pages a lot of the different things highlighted a lot of like referencing what they were is so confusing. And I was like, I don't really want to read this. And so just as a, to protect myself in case it was something from like the government, I sent it to EFI and I was like, can you just look at this and see if it's real? And yeah. she read it and she was like, Oh, it looks like this production company in Munich wants to hire you to sing in this group of local musicians, uh, in the style of we are the world to sing against AFD to sing against AFD like in this political thing and I was like oh okay I was like hmm she was like I think you should respond I think you should see what they want so I wrote them back I just I, usually I try to write back in German and kind of be respectful and like, you know, just explain, I'm not so good at, but this for some reason I just went, I just went full English. And I just wrote back like, Hey, I got your email. Thank you so much for writing. I'm sorry. I don't quite understand everything you're asking. Could you send me the form again or send me something in, in English? And they responded the same day. They're like, of course, Jordan, thank you so much for getting back with us. The director of the project Hans wants to call you about it. And I was like, Oh, okay. All right, yeah, he can call me. You know, I just preferred like an uh, email. But uh, then the guy called, and it turns out it's this like major German film and television director. His name is he- Hans Steinbacher. It's Hans Zimmer, <laughs> man. What the fuck? <laughs> turns out this guy is a pretty good musician, man. Um, Hans Steinbichler. And he, you know, do you know that German series Das Boot?
1: Yeah, sure.
0: Yeah, he did that. That's his show. Uh, from what I can tell, I mean, that's what his IMDB says. And he's says. doing a
1: Bavarian We Are The World Against IFT.
0: So, like, he called me, and he's... I, I, I will be totally honest. He's so nice. He's so, so, so nice. Super nice guy. He called and basically was like, hey, I saw your Daily Bread video with you in the choir. I, because he was, just, he was just randomly researching local artists. He was, like, Googling Munich rock, Munich rap, Munich whatever. And he found me through the Daily Bread video which is really funny because I didn't even know that that's something people can discover. Like I th- kind of, at this point, I feel like they have to find the German videos first and then they find mm-hmm. out that I do other things. So that was kind of refreshing. And then he said he, he really liked my voice. He wanted me to do it. And the project is basically, he has hired a composer to write an original piece that like is basically inspired by what we are the world was doing. Like people all together, different faces, singing against or singing for a cause and so he was like we're gonna have a meeting on actually on valentine's day which is really funny or there was maybe it was the day after it was i remember i remember thinking like don't you guys have anything to do anything better to do but they said uh, (laughs) come down to the studio ironically or coincidentally it's next door to David Reichelt's studio so I already I've ah. already been there before and I didn't it was for me it was funny like oh I know exactly where this is and I went down and I met um a few musicians that I have seen before I don't know if you know this really cool really fun black guy his name is Steven he plays oh he plays in a few different bands man damn it now that I I have, I know him and I have him in my mind, but for some reason I can't think he was in, I think he played with Inside Golden a few times. He played with, um, anyway, he's a great bass player and he he plays a lot of mm-hmm. blues rock and stuff too. Um, so I saw him, we hugged, and then I saw another musician that I recognized and we caught up a little bit. And this guy, Matias, who is, um, I don't know if he's actually the composer of the song or just the producer, like just the engineer of the track. But he came mm. in the room and the funny part was I got to the studio, I saw these musicians and I knew that I had missed some sort of like brief, you know, I missed like the explanation. So I was waiting for the director to come into the room and yeah. sort of retell me what's going on. Why are we at the studio now? And are we recording something tonight? Like, what's the deal? And this uh, Matias guy comes in the room and he says, hey, Jordan, do you want to sing something? <laughs> and in my mind, he, I thought he meant like a jam. Like just yeah. for funsies. Like do you want to sing anything in this room? There's guitars and piano, you know. I do you, you were starting like scatting. Well dude, I went Pfft, no. <laughs> 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 and I felt so rude later cuz then I realized he what they were doing was I had missed the brief. So people were taking turns one at a time going to Matthias's room and singing a line of the song as a demo. Ah. So he was like, Jordan, you must know what's going on. Do you want to come with me now? It's your turn if you want. And I was like, no. (laughs) (laughs) And then later I I saw him again and then I understood and I I apologized and we had laughed about it. But then the director came in, explained everything to me, gave me the text sheets, showed me the song. They played like a demo of it on their uh, laptop and I checked it out. And then, because I don't really get every line. I can send it to you and show you. But it basically... It's very, you know, it is what it is. It's a song that's, like, anti-AFD. It's very, we are together. It's, like, gemeinsam. You know, we are, like... And it's, like, different genders, different ages, different races, everything all together. Like, we are, you know, we are the world. And um, they brought Did me in... Did you wear in. huge sunglasses? Yeah. I Dude, I should Great. have dressed, like, Great. such a jerk. I should have come in there, like, <laughs> such a pompous... I, uh, I went to the jacket. studio... Dude, that would be the one chance for me to wear a leather jacket, yeah, and a red leather jacket, <laughs> and nothing else, <laughs> uh, just that, like, one of those paper thongs you get at the massage parlor, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I went into the room, and I sang a line, and then I asked the guy if I could try and translate it to English, because one of the phrases was so many, like, ish and ush, sounds that I, it sounded like a bird struggling to feed its babies <laughs> you know, like I wasn't getting anything out so we translated it and I tried it again and then it felt good and then the Matthias guy was happy so then I left and this weekend So you
1: recorded the whole thing on that one meeting on Valentine's Day
0: just just one line just the one like okay. just a a, a, a pa- just one passage that I would mm-hmm. sing alone and but I didn't sing the chorus or anything yet Okay, and um, just so they could put everyone together and see how the voices sound and they called me this weekend and they said they were really happy with it and um, I mean they were super 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 nice this guy Martin who was I think he's the one, one of the producers he's like running this whole thing kind of and what they so they booked me to come back to the studio uh, next month and, or no at the end of this month and sing my line again like really professionally for the final version and then to sing on the chorus Um, and then on early march they're going to film it and i i don't know what they're going to do with it if it's just going to be for youtube or if they plan to try and air that on tv or something Mm -hmm. but it's paid so i mean you know it's funny i'll
1: do it why not (laughs) (laughs) but it's so it's you know that's how to how easy it is to, to buy you for political causes
0: Well, dude, I told my mom this story on the phone the other day, but there's this great interview with this comedian, Eugene Levy. He's this great actor. And he said that one of his early jobs, he felt really stupid. He was like dressed in this dumb way. And he felt like he's he's like, I feel like such an a-hole. And he turned to this actor on the scene with him. And he was like, he's like, man, what what are we doing here? Like, we look like assholes. And then the guy (laughs) leans over and says, you know, Eugene, it doesn't say asshole on the check, you know? (laughs) Which I think is such a good line. That's such a smooth way of saying, like, you're getting paid, so just shut up. Just do it, you know? Um, and, you know, I, I don't, the only other names I knew on this list, I, I think, I don't know if she's confirmed for sure, but I saw her, like, headshot. It's like Amy or Ami Varning.
1: I don't know her. You know,
0: Amy, Amy Warning, Ami Varning? I think she's Amy Warning. I don't know. But uh, she's... she's um, she Matt it's Matt Austin's girlfriend. They tour together a lot.
1: Ah, okay.
0: And her dad's like a reggae Wally warning. Okay. No? No. They have they always have posters up in Munich. I feel like they're always playing like uh on pair and stuff in Mufuthalla. Mm-hmm. Um but anyway, yeah. So that's like this gemeinsam song. I that's just for me it's such a funny experience. But um that's been the most recent update, like besides the movie. But i I feel like everything is just kind of waiting. Like I have this uh, movie stuff coming but I still have to wait and like every day is sort of like just a sprinkle of information like oh, uh, okay Thursday you have this thing but I don't know you know and that's fine I don't know how long it's going to be or whatever I can only just communicate you know my schedule as much as I can and then mm. the song should work out and then otherwise dude like <clears throat> I'm waiting for this uh, pl- trip to America at the end of March And then we'll be gone through May fifth. That's crazy. That's really crazy. And before that, we're moving into the new
1: house. That's already less than less than three weeks away. It's like a little more than two weeks away. Dude, I was thinking like there's there's been much happening lately on my side, but look at you like uh, song projects, movie projects, moving moving in the new house, U.S. trip. I mean, like the the whole package,
0: like. The house, sure, is, is a lot on the back end, but it's really funny how, like, I, I seem like... the I, What I'm doing now is I've prepared um, a lot of radio shows in advance so that I don't have to record them in America. Mm-hmm. And what that means is now I'm at the end. Now the radio shows are prepared. And until this movie stuff starts or until the song starts or until we go to America, really the podcast is kind of the only thing, you know, like filling that time for real, which is just a few hours a week. (laughs) So (laughs) a lot of it's actually, I feel like planning in advance, but then just waiting. And something about that is killing me right now. Something about just the, the waiting for something to happen Yes, I know I have other things going on. And yes, there's a lot of things to do with the house. But I'm someone who gets this constant itch to 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 work on something. And I know that that will come where I... Maybe it even comes next month where I'm overwhelmed. Maybe even next month, I'm like, man, I need a break. But in this moment, I've pr- prepared everything so much that I actually will just have to wait Yeah, for probably more than a week now.
1: And that can be the toughest thing. Dude, I
0: hate it. I hate it because I wanna I want to feed my time with something that like it may sound stupid but not not necessarily wanting to fill it with creating something like mm-hmm. I don't have to sit here and be like I have to write a song or whatever but I just need to feel like okay well there's a podcast to do I have to do some, two radio shows I need to prepare this I need to like record that I like having this feeling of like there's something to do I should do it because otherwise I'm just at the house and sure sweeping things up framing photos finishing some painting decarpeting a floor like that is work but I feel less productive doing work like that than I do doing work at this desk, which is strange.
1: Yeah, but that's, um, like, uh, how do you call it, like, the... uh, I'm missing the philosopher here. Sorry, but it's, like, homo faber. So, the creating, no, like, the... Yeah, like, the the creating, working... uh, human and the homo uh, ludens like the playing creative human would you call d- me no <laughs> <laughs> whatever i don't know how that even came <laughs> to my mind what i wanted to say <laughs> in the first place is um i can c- really understand that and i have the same the same uh issue and um <clears throat> yeah like in terms of rotation of my thoughts in in these kind of situations mm-hmm. so but i also gotta say like the past hour or so has been really great for me it's great to be back and it's been really i can tell you making my day and probably also my week so far um i don't know what is it tuesday oh, it's only tuesday okay it's tuesday <laughs> i've worked yeah. the weekend so it's like, I, I, like i'm i'm shifted a
0: bit but um are you wrapping things up right now is this how, is this a wrap up
1: probably tending okay. towards That's all it right. but I, you're, just what what i want to say you're busier is busier like, than me so we to um, do it. How you can do it? What I what I wanted to 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 say is that um, this feels really really good and kind of feels right. Just it feels like natural to be back here, dude. This show needs you.
0: People are tired of hearing me rant for forty five minutes about, <laughs> about not too much. Did you? I don't. I mean, I don't expect you to have listened to anything because it's really f- annoying for you to listen to it. But I did a whole episode and a half basically on just ranting yeah. about
1: my feelings towards Tolman. Yeah. <laughs> I've, 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 I mean what? I've been the... through that. And Dude. um to to uh, to save yourself from yourself. No. <laughs> joking here. Yeah, yeah, to, yeah, yeah. Um, I need you to save myself from myself. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I really I really want to uh, want to be back more often and I um probably there could be weeks where I won't make it but um let's sure, let's, man. Have, let's make this a thing again. This feels yes, good.
0: Yes, please. Please, man. I mean, basically, this time slot that we booked today works for me 99.9% of the time every single week. Nice. So if this time slot works, and if not, then, you know, there's always one or two evenings a week uh, where I can slip out, and then we can do something in person over drinks or something. We can. So th- there's always a time for me. I, you're busier than me, so we have to do it based on you. Um, but I would, I would say one last funny thing so just because i mentioned tolman i had all this uh, and i won't for the listeners i'm not going to bring it all back up mo Mo knows everything but like i had this whole drama and i felt really sort of like hurt by them and stuff and cheated and i wrote them the last month i wrote them my final invoice for these demo tiktok videos Mm -hmm. and um so what what's changed between january and february of this year is that i am officially no longer klein unternehmer which Mm -hmm. means that I made more than enough money last year to pass this limit uh, where now I am a taxable freelancer. Now I have to send uh, invoices with 7% on top. That money needs to go into a separate business account and the taxes will simply collect that money and I need to leave it untouched. And it's all, I had to set up a new bank account and everything was a little annoying for a few days, but... Um, What happened was I was talking to my tax lady, this one who helps um, sort of make sure everything's in order. And she said, well, have you already sent invoices out for January of this year? And I said, yeah, I sent out five or six. She said, that's okay, but you have to rewrite them and you have to get the 7% added. So dude, that that was writing an invoice, not just, I had one invoice from Giovanni, which was like 200 bucks. So that was no problem. But I had yeah. to rewrite invoices for Noia Zupa, which for me felt super embarrassing because it's such a prestigious sort of yeah. film production company. I did want to like, excuse me, guys, I'm so sorry, but can I please? I had to write them, M94.5, Ego FM, which the, everyone was super nice about that, and that's no, that was no problem. But the biggest issue for me, the one that I saved for last, was writing Tolman again because my only contact in almost two years of knowing them is this one woman. I don't mm. have a contact to anyone at the accounting department to skip around her. I don't know anybody in any other departments to say, Well that's your job. I'm not gonna borrow you know, I'm not gonna bother her. Yeah. I'll just write the department. Every single other job has given me direct contact to someone else who's not them. Why would I write Mo about my accounting when you could say, Oh, here's you know, here, again to use the name Max, here's Max. He does accounting, you know yeah. like, she's the only one who never did that it's like she doesn't trust me to like not bother them or something so I had to write her again and I had to explain my situation again and it was for me I was so embarrassed because this email that they wrote me that really patronized me I never responded to it Mm -hmm. I just said like that's it nothing is going to fix this if I nothing's going to fix it if I write them how I feel about them you know they can listen to this if they want I don't care but they're not going to Um, and so I just said like just don't respond and so the only email, the only correspondence she had gotten back from me since that email was like the super. I did it so formal it was like AI wrote it. I was like, <laughs> like, like, like hello, like no name, just hello, comma. I am no longer client with the This means unfortunately I must add a tax to so and so. So then I had to send like a storno Rechnung, like a cancellation invoice, mm-hmm. back to them to cancel out the the money, then to make a separate new invoice that added the the VAT on top so that they sent the VAT, but with a clean invoice and I had to do that for six different entities. And at the end I was just so, man, I really hated that I had to um, communicate again with her. And basically it's this, just like this faux kindness thing of like, like happy to hear that things are da, 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 like <laughs> no problem over here on this end. And I just want to be like, I just want to sh- like, just like, <laughs> um, but, yeah on the on the positive side of things dude i think on the positive side of things i think by the maybe maybe well i don't want to jump the shark here but i it could be that in the next month or so i could reach a hundred thousand instagram followers Ooh. that's wild man that's really will they they give you something then really wild like
1: an award or something
0: I'd love to get like a nice little Instagram plaque. Wouldn't that be cool? Like the YouTube plaques that people get when they cross like millions of streams.
1: Yeah. yeah. But that's probably not going to happen.
0: Probably all I'll get is the disappointment that nothing changes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but hey, you can you can you can <laughs> um, like buy the the certified like badge now, the blue one on Facebook, right? Or is it also for Instagram? Also for Instagram. Like they just copied what what Musk <sighs> is doing at Twitter i think it's 11 but didn't they cancel that 11 euros cancel it because it twitter did i i think but i'm not sure but instagram wants to wants to do that as it seems for like 11 euros per month you can get your your blue badge i I, it's actually
0: more for ios isn't that ridiculous it's like 11 for computer and 15 for ios which doesn't even sound fair why wouldn't you want one payment for both checks Mm. So does that mean if you go to my Instagram through an email click, you don't see it? And if you have to if you go on your phone, then you see it. I, at this point, like I have applied for that blue check so many times, so many times, that if they're asking for people to pay for it now, I'm just not gonna worry about it anymore. Yeah. It's ridiculous and I'm gonna assume that everyone's paying for it. Because it's just not That's why I just put a crown after my name. I was like, I'd rather just have this crown, Jordan yeah. Prince, boom. <laughs> The, the numbers like, are there. Stay all humble. Speaking, you know, it's all there. Stay
1: humble. Just a crown. Stay humble, man. <laughs> Bitch, be humble. <laughs> Dude. Oh, yeah.
0: Well, well, look, I I understand you got to go. I, uh, I'll i leave you with one teased here. I I think I told you last time I saw you that I have two. Well, I have several new songs, but mm-hmm. I have basically two very recent new ones that are really fresh. And um, I think I told you that our friend Giovanni has yes. asked if he can produce them because he wants to basically test the waters of doing something different than electronic music, and he has great gear and stuff. So yesterday I recorded the acoustic, uh, basically the acoustic skeleton of that mm-hmm. song. Uh, it was the hard, it, for me it was really hard to record that. Because I haven't played enough Or recorded enough of myself in so long Usually I can do something like that In about three takes And to do it all clean And I did it in like 14 Fuck! I, I it took so many chances to Moving the mic, adjusting, starting it Messing up my fingers, yeah. replacing something It was ridiculous yeah, sure. But I finally, I, f- I finished it I did it to the click, I sent it to him I gave him the info He loves it and it could be that tonight I think tonight I have the chance to go over to his place and I'll sing into his really nice mic, into his really nice equipment. And then he'll have the acoustic foundation, the voice, maybe some harmonies. And then he's got the free range to build a song around it. And then maybe, who knows, maybe, I don't know, he's super busy, but maybe next month or by summer, I would have finally, since Simple Swimmer, I'd have a new single.
1: That'd be awesome, man.
0: That would be really cool, man. Yeah, I would, you know, and I, my hope and we, that's that's a whole different podcast to talk about my relationship to to music now. But, but let's do, do that podcast next week or the
1: week let's after. Do let's do that. Do one. that podcast.
0: Yeah, because there's still there, like I, there's so much to talk about, like the Dumont Dumont re licensing of 12 sure, songs. Sure. Uh, pop up pop up records wrote me about uh simple swimmer statements, and I I sent them a very interesting response. <laughs> um, <laughs> you sent
1: them a very interesting response.
0: Yeah, we'll talk about that. That's a nice (laughs) teaser. Yeah, that's a good one, and and yeah, I mean, new music on the way, uh, uh, supposedly. So, yeah, man, there's a lot to talk about next. So let's try and do it. I'm I'm not going to promise anything to the listeners if we can try next week, but you know, you didn't make any promises either. So if 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 not next week, then the week after, we'll make it work.
1: We'll make it work. I want to try my best.
0: Nice, dude. Um, Okay, well, I'll let you get back to it. We can kill the recording here and then say bye. But thank you so much for finding the time, man. It's been lovely having you back.
1: I really enjoyed it, being back. And I want to be back more often. So talk to you very soon.
0: All right, buddy. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. And we will talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Ciao. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Uh, if you enjoyed today's episode, if you got anything out of it, if you had any fun, had a laugh, had a cry, anything at all, please go on over to Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to the show. Give us a rating or a review or a comment or just share it once on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or whatever you, whatever platform you prefer, even just sharing it over WhatsApp or iMessage or whatever, or whatever Android is to your friends. Anybody who you think would connect to this or feel something or enjoy it, um, you know, it really helps sort of affect the algorithm and it really does help draw people to the show. Um, All of our social media links are in the description. If you want to follow us on TikTok or Instagram, Um, you know, commenting, liking things really helps um, people see what we do here. So um, hopefully we can have Moan next week. I think that's going to be the plan. And otherwise, thank you as always for listening. You guys are the best and I hope you have a great week. Bye
1: bye. Look out, baby! The saints are coming through, and it's all over now, baby. Artsy, fartsy, immigrants. Ein Podcast von John Prince und Moritz Butschieder. Produziert für M945.